Psalms 8, please. Now I'm going to begin in verse 1. Psalms 8, verse 1. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of babes and succulents, as thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visited him? For thou hast made him a little lower than angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowls of the air and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the pass of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll bless each one who's come today. Thank you for taking care of the ones that are sick and laid up, and you're still in control, and we ask you, dear Lord, you raise them up quickly, heal their bodies, and we'll praise you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was just reading these verses and going through the scriptures. I'm excited about the 11 o'clock hour. I've been reading through the New Testament. Now I'm up to the book of Luke and I'm enjoying it. But uh, reading about the Lord and His birth and everything about Him. And I was reading just last night this portion of Scripture and I thought to myself, what in the world is wrong with the world today? And don't they ever think or consider God's holiness? I don't think we understand when we see the holiness of God. Because I do know one thing, I was raised up in what they call a holiness church. And uh, I saw people do all kind of crazy things in the name of holiness. And what I saw is not what God is talking about in the scriptures when he talks about the holiness of God. Now, there are some things we need to consider when we think about the holiness of God. Let me read you this one more time, just part of it. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babies and succulents hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy of the vineyard. When I consider... Now that's what I want to talk to you about. When you stop and consider the Lord and our Heavenly Father and His holiness, it'll change your life. There's some things we need to consider, and I mean stop and consider. I, uh, uh, the other day I was going, well it's been some time now, but there was a big old uh, crane, and uh, there's a pond not far from our lake property over in Lake Wales, and, and uh, there was a crane made a nest there, and she was sitting on that nest out there just right in the middle of that pond. And I stopped, and what I call considering that. 
I wanted to just take a good look at it, is what it said. And what a sight it was. Can you imagine that? She weren't leaving that nest, no matter what that water done. And I, I, when I stopped and thought about it, and the Bible says, stop, in other words, and consider or think on the holiness of the Lord. In Psalms 8, verse 3, David said, consider the heavens. And Psalms 19, verse 1 says, the heavens declare the glory of God. When we stop and go outside at night and look toward the heaven and consider the stars and the planets and the moon, we know that there is a God. Man can't make something like that, and it don't just happen. There is a live God. We realize how small man really is in God's universe, and yet God never said he loved the stars and the moon and the planets. He said he loved man. And I think about that a great deal. Man, a little minute man on the face of God's earth, and yet God said he loved him. Mankind is more valuable than the stars and the moon and the sun. Matthew chapter 6, verse 28 and 29 says, And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. Yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now again, uh, I was fishing one day and these big old lilies in the, the lake, they got these big white flowers on them. And they come all, sometimes you can look out there and there'll be a whole uh, acre or two, nothing but those big white lilies where they come up out there and I, one day I said, you know, my, I'm going to get one with my wife. And I went out and cut it. And I got to look at how beautiful that thing is. And the Bible said when you consider, stop and consider the lilies, and you see their purity, you see their beauty, you see their perfectness, they're absolutely perfect in their design. And then I consider myself... And I see in myself sin, and I'm pure, ugly, with no, uh, so many flaws in me, and yet I know that God loves me as His. I'm a sinner saved by grace. Amen? And like one of those lilies, we become as white as snow. Then there's uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 24 says, Consider the ravens. Now, when I consider the raven, I see an ugly old black bird, a scavenger, a robber, a thief. He robs other birds' nests and eats their eggs. Then I think, yet God provided a place in the ark for that raven. You know what it tells me? If he provided a place in that ark for that raven, he will provide a place for me. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 3 says, For consider him, that is, consider the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn over now with me to Hebrews chapter uh, 12 with me just a minute. And look at verse uh, 1 down through verse 3. Wherefore, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, 
and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be weary and faint in your minds. When you consider the Lord Jesus Christ and you go back to the crucifixion and how they treated him, and you consider his birth, he was born of a virgin, no sin. Of what kind of birth is that? No other birth has ever been like that. Consider that. Consider his life. 33 years he lived in a man's body, uh, God in flesh, tempted by Satan, but he sinned not. What a perfect life he lived, doing nothing but good to man. And then consider his death, the death on the cross. Isaiah 53 says, No man considers the death of the Lord Jesus Christ and not understand God loves sinners. For instance, He was made sin for us, Isaiah 53 said. He bore the marks of our sins in His body. He was spat upon. He was beaten with a cat of nine tails. He was slapped by a legion of Roman soldiers. He was laughed at and mocked. His beard was plucked out by the roots. He was nailed to a rugged cross. His hands and his feet. His side was pierced by a spear. He had a crown of thorns pressed down into his uh, scalp. He was given vinegar with gall to drink. And he gave up his life. Man did not take it from him. He gave it up. God sacrificed His only begotten Son on the cross. So when you stop and consider the cross, consider Him. There's a lot to be considered. Amen? And how anybody can look at what Jesus did for us and not think of His holiness and how bad we are. Then lastly, if you would please, turn over to Hebrews for just a minute. Chapter 10 now. Hebrews chapter 10. And I want to look at verse 24. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Forsaking not dissembling ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so and so much as the more as you see the day approaching. Now, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, let us consider one another. And then it says, forsaking not one another, coming to church, being one another, and being around one another. You know, the, I heard a man say years ago, a preacher in preaching, he said Christians are the only ones that kill their wounded. And you know that's the truth. I've seen so many times people get out of church, get away from the Lord, and nobody cares. Nobody go talk to them, nobody encourage them back, nobody try to get them back in the Lord. And back in the Lord's work, they just leave them alone. Now the Bible says, consider one another. And when you stop and consider one another, we are to consider one another as children of God. I, I think about this. I'd rather have a Christian living next door to me than anything in the world. I'd rather have a neighbor of mine as a Christian than anything in the world. Now, encourage one another, what it said in the house of the Lord. Look after one another. 
pray for one another. I've, I've had the privilege of doing special things for different people and just going to their house and, and giving them a little gift or as a brother in Christ or as a pastor or going by and praying for them. You don't know if you've never done it how much that means to people. Just to say I love you. Just to say the church is thinking about you. Our brothers and sisters in Christ are praying for you. And they're thinking about you. And we got so many right now uh, that's out and for one way or reason or another. And you can't just let them go. You call them and talk to them. And I was, this, this past week I, I got so broken hearted thinking about Mrs. Bartlett. And she's right on the verge of death and what is going on in her life right now. And she would not want what's going on around her right now to go on. But yet she can't help it. And I, I, I pray for her every day. I consider her life, how what a street Christian she was for years and years. Her husband and family to this church. I don't want to just let her go and just let her uh, be forgotten. Amen? And the Bible says consider one another. First of all, you start off by considering the holiness of the Lord. And when you start off considering the holiness of the Lord, then you consider one another. I thank God for every born-again Christian, don't you? And I thank God when they get in trouble, they need me and you. They need us to encourage them to get their heads up and keep on serving the Lord. And the Bible makes it very plain. that This word consider means to simply when somebody comes on your mind, stop a minute. Pray for them. Think about it. Think about what's going on. Don't just bypass it and walk on. And when I think about the Lord, I think about the lilies and I think about the sun and the moon and the stars. And I look up. Every once in a while, I look up towards the sun and I think, that thing's been burning now all these years. It ain't been burned up yet. And you know what I think? Only God could do something like that. Amen? You just think about that for a minute. And when you consider these things, no matter what it is, when you consider it, stop and think about it, God's got a purpose in everything. There was an old black snake the other day uh, coming uh, by my garage, and I, I took a show, and I was fixing to kill him because I don't like snakes. Now, you all might. Uh, you like snakes all you want to, but... If I get a chance to do one harm, I'll do it. Because I don't want him doing harm to me. But I looked down at that snake and I said, I almost killed him. I said, you know, God's got a purpose for him too. And I, I thought to myself, as he crawled off, he's a good old rat killer and a roach killer and a bug killer. Uh, God's got a purpose for him. I better just leave him alone. Amen. And when you stop and consider these things, you realize how great God is. And that's what I'm talking about today. Don't do nothing foolish. Consider everything that belongs to God. Give Him the glory. Amen? Let's pray. God, You're so good to us. And You are so good to our people. And we thank You so much for watching over Mrs. Harden and Cheryl and, and the Booth baby and Brother Ron's son, Lord, how You took care of him and it's just a matter, it's just a wonderful thing to know that you consider man. What is man that they are mindful of him? But you are. You consider us every day and you think on us. 
Thank you, dear Lord, for your safekeeping. In Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen.